3: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book of the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking Saturday night on TBS from April the 16th, 1988. We saw the Midnight Rider last week, and this week, Hopper is back to give us his thoughts hey. on the Midnight Rider. So uh, before I go to Doc, Hopper, how you doing, man? You hanging in there? I'm
4: doing great, man.
3: Living the dream, right, it, brother?
4: I'm living the dream, bro.
3: Doc, what about you? You living a dream too?
4: Hold on. I got be... I got Doc. What?
5: Are you living a dream? Of course I am. I heard somebody say that to somebody in the hallway I didn't at work today. I didn't know him, but I, I popped. It's good times. They, We're all living the all dream, them. man.
3: It would have been like the old days, Doc, when I used to, when you and I used to walk around hallways and whistle the John Cena theme.
5: Yeah, nice I still job. do that.
4: <laughs> I wonder how fucking T Rex is doing with the new job.
5: Well, I have a I have a related update on that.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
3: please give it. We want to hear.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, well, it's a doc docaholic spotlight of the, the week.
3: Well, let's let's hear it. There's no time like the present. Well, let's talk about Tony Matkovich,
5: I believe is his name. Matkovich. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he would he did a uh, tour of the spam factory on his way up for some ice fishing or whatever it is you do up there in that part of the world. And uh, it was it says he was uh, it was everything Doc thought it would be. A church group pulled up a goddamn tour Jesus bus. Jesus Christ. I'm old and white. These people were all the way old and white. One asshole was holding a can of Spam with chorizo. He was asking what chorizo was. I had to get out at that point.
4: Fuck that. That sounds like a fucking horror movie.
5: He got a BTT mug while he was there.
4: Took a picture and said he was (laughs) going to drink
5: whiskey out of it in honor of me. So I don't know what's going on with the T-Rex, but his spirit lives on at the Spam factory.
3: I think it's pretty spectacular, and I applaud Tony's well,
5: efforts. <laughs> but but you know what? He's not the only guy that gets in the spotlight this week. All right, we got another one. I'm not sure if he's black or Mexican with this ap- nice. appearance or name convention that he's got going on, but he, it doesn't matter because when you're in the army, we don't see color over here, right? Oh, right.
3: are you about going to are to you about rain. to give it? Are you about to give it to Robert Silva? Yeah, this is okay. Let me set the stage. This is this might be the greatest tweet in the history of Twitter, but please proceed.
5: Mike 504 Saints, there is no way that Harper isn't black. (laughs) Everything he says in his life experience is scream being a brother. He loves big booties. He calls Arabs, Arabs. He's run from the cops, getting STDs, dating women with children. He's a brother
4: Yeah I ain't getting a fucking STD
5: What the fuck is that from? See that's how you know he's white
3: Well no I think The assumption was made oh. With the squirter that uh, oh, Harper needed to take a pisser? trip to the clinic Yes the yeah, That was you
5: Mike You kept saying that he was getting, eating penicillin shots left and right I think everybody <laughs> just assumed that Harper had gotten Some green goo coming out Oh god
4: Imagine exactly. dealing with shit like
5: that uh, Imagine that there's people that just live like that All the time Yeah I
4: know that just give zero fucks
3: That's those people that you said Hopper that we were talking about on Live PD That they Are just slogging through life Just waiting to die
4: yeah, Yep pretty much And they go to the Dollar Tree with like change Buying like a, a Fucking beef jerky and a and a thing of Speed stick <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. oh man i was talking to my cousin who's an NOPD cop the last time i was down there and he was telling me that he he works in he's a he's a cop in new orleans east hopper oh god. and they got a they got oh yeah oh god he's got wonderful stories and he was he got he was on a call for um is there like a dollar tree or dollar general like on reed or bullard or something like that that you know of? yeah uh-huh.
4: okay okay it's off so of Morrison.
3: I, Morrison, there you go. So anyway, they got a call because some some guy had stolen and walked out with two uh, big old jugs of detergent. Oh. And this this asshole is on his bike, and he's riding <laughs> away. And and my my cousin, who I w- will remain unnamed, says, "I had to take a picture and video before I stopped him because I don't know how this asshole was riding. I don't know how he got the bike started because." He's riding without his hands on the handlebars, and he's got two, like, one gallon or more jugs in each hand. And he's just balancing on a bike and riding. And he pulls up next to him, and he goes, hey, man, you just take them from whatchamacallit, pull over for me. And the guy drops the bike and just starts booking it because, you know. And then he stops, like, 20 seconds into the run. He's like, bro, I didn't steal nothing. Well, uh, you just fit the description of the guy who just stole it. Oh, no, no, no. I got this from my friend's house. <sighs> For one, how the hell was he riding a bike with two jugs? Of, uh, how did he even get started? How did he even get the bike started to ride with two big old jugs of detergent?
4: Yeah, I don't know, bro. He probably that's, can't read, but he figured that out. That's like evil evil shit.
3: It really is. Anyway, all right, Doc, I love your Docaholic spotlights, except especially uh, both of them, Silva and Makovich. So thanks, guys. Both of them. Well, hey, you know
5: what? Before you start telling people how to become patrons, because we've got a lot of neat stuff up up over there, uh, I'm ready to get to the ring because, you know, unlike everybody else on the circuit this week that's pumping out best of shows, we're going to keep going hot this week. We're going to keep progressing the storylines. We're going to keep the ball rolling. Uh, we're not going to just, uh, re churn out the old, the old greatest hits. Are we Mike?
3: we're not going to mail it in is what you're saying for the, best oh yeah, that's
5: it. what I'm saying. Okay.
3: All right. Yeah. I hear you real quick. Uh, I, I we will jump into it. I do want to mention some new patrons and a couple of patrons who bumped up their pledge. First off a uh, new patron, James Grandmont. Thank you for becoming a Patreon member. Ace 1973, Matthew Gibson. Thank you for becoming Patreon members. Enjoy the 200 plus Patreon episodes. Doc and I actually just did a brand, uh, a new, we did a uh, WS, WWF pay-per-view, believe it or not. We did Jesus Christ. Well, it, it, we recorded that shit at like three in the morning. Oh my God, we were so exhausted. And Doc drunk. It was, it was, it was crazy. But uh, in, enjoy those, uh, James and Matthew Well,
5: members. if I'm drunk, Imagine how drunk other people would be.
3: Dead. <laughs> okay. And then uh, also shout out to Chris Brazda and Mike Parker. Thank you for bumping up your pledges. So there you go. Become a patron Bump them up.
5: Well. Let's bump them up.
3: Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT is how you become a patron. Get access to 200 plus Patreon exclusive episodes, including the video reviews. Now we'll get into this thing this week. because well, I
5: want everybody out there to ask themselves what
3: else could i be
5: doing to support this show because again once again people don't understand how perilous each and every episode is i mean this thing is on a shoestring budget harp we never know where harper if harper's gonna make it yeah i got shit to do yeah this thing is perilous (laughs) so whenever you do something for the show it makes us feel like oh that's why we do it
3: he's got shit to do like broads right harper
4: I got shit to do. I got money to make and, and and chicks to bang.
3: Well, and like we said, since that's the case, let's, let's get into this. It is April 16th, 1988. I don't even know how to describe the beginning of this show. Actually, I do. I can't even as the broads like to say, hashtag. I can't even as the midnight rider is riding into the arena in Roanoke, Virginia on a horse. Uh, It doesn't get much more Southern than this. We then head to the studio
4: Oh uh, shit. Harper. I must have watched the wrong one.
3: Oh no. Jesus.
4: I watched the one it was the uh the Fantastics and it was uh they were beating the shit out the Fantastics in the, in the beginning. That we've done that one, Harper. That was last week. Oh fuck. Oh well. Uh- <laughs> It's
5: the tagline.
4: Fuck it, bitch.
3: He watched the April nineteenth one, and I, April ninth, and I started to myself. I was like, maybe I should text him to remind him which episode.
4: Yeah, that's
5: the one I watched. It was that was not very good. That one's not very good either. Yeah, no. Was it about okay. an hour long? Yeah. Yeah, that's the wrong one. Oh well. well. Th-
3: thankfully, we have a uh, Skype is working, and we have a screen sharing thing going on. So there, there you go. It'll um,
5: be like the first time, all over again, but for the first time.
4: How long's this one? Like three uh, hours,
3: man. God Dude.
4: damn it! It's an hour and a half. Fuck. Yeah.
3: It was an hour and twenty-six. Yeah.
4: Jesus, I could shit. Do. <laughs>
3: uh, but uh, we go to the studio and well, Tony... just cut a
5: cut a promo on the A-rabs and we can call it a day. <laughs>
3: We go to the studio. Tony tells us in the opening that JJ has taken a tape into the Jim Crocker Promotions offices to prove uh, Dusty is the Midnight Rider, and we will hear more. And then um, let me get to the timestamp. Uh, Jim Cornette runs in, and he's got something to say. Here it is. Gonna get a
0: chance to hopefully, and it, it's time uh, to really dig into the the depths of. Sick minds, hello? Depravity is the word you're searching for. David, did you tell the people where you were last week? David Crockett wasn't here last week. You see, he was in the hospital in a coma. He got up one night in the middle of the night to get a drink of water and a lid fell on his head. But I'm glad to see you're doing better, David. Ladies and gentlemen, I present the United States Tag Team Champions, a couple of big, strapping boys, beautiful Bobby and Sweet.
3: So, uh, Doc, we found out why Crockett wasn't here last week. He uh, was getting a drink of water out of his toilet. And he, um, the lid fell on his head. Um, any thoughts nice. on?
6: <laughs>
4: any thoughts on that, Hopper? It sounds about right,
3: bro. I, and then during the
5: match, Corny cut a promo on everybody.
3: Oh Jesus Christ, did he? So everybody
5: caught some. We'll beat anybody, man. Jeez.
3: I don't have uh, the timestamps because he basically ran his mouth for like seven minutes. during he, the Match on
5: every tag team. Only, I mean Tully and Arn. The powers of paint, ev- the varsity club, everybody.
3: He cut a promo again, and I need to repeat. It went almost seven minutes this match, and he and he talked the whole time. The best thing he said though was, and most ridiculous to get some heat was, he started talking about Ron Simmons, and he says Ron Simmons won a letter as a letterman. Someone had to read it to him.
2: <laughs>
3: That's nice. What? Very classy. Very classy. Anyway, Doc, did you have any other thoughts on his commentary during the match? Just he, he left
5: no stone unturned. He's hot right now. He's whipping people with belts, cutting promos on everybody. He's ready, he was man. Pretty,
3: he, was, he was pretty damn vicious, man. It was, it was I don't want to use the term all the way live, but uh, it was pretty vicious. Now, Harper's going to enjoy this promo from Corny right here, though, because Corny's about to, uh, I, I want you actually, Harper, to pay attention to Stan and Bobby. They they right. they score they score without the ball. Uh, here's Cornet and the Midnight Express.
0: They're good, <laughs> but they're only number four. They're only hey, I just like I covered a minute ago, moving up number three, the number two, number one. By the way, the count's still going on. 12 months coming up on U.S. Tag Team Champions. Now, I hope, you know, I, I hope Bobby Fulton brings that old hag mother of his down there to ringside in Greensboro, that final match. Because I, as a matter of fact, besides wanting her to see me strap her son, I'd like to strap that old hag. I'd like to take and put a few stripes on that old Barney Floyd Tristan battleship but let me just say this: you know, we were Baltimore, Maryland the other night. 10 or 11 thousand people down there at the arena. The Midnight Express wrestled the Fantastics for 42 solid minutes of action, getting them all the way, brother, full steam ahead. And a guy came up to me after, and he said. You know, Jim Cornette, it was was an unbelievable contest of human endurance. I am surprised with four men fighting like that for 42 minutes that somebody wasn't seriously injured, that somebody wasn't permanently crippled. You know what I said to him? You know what I said? (laughs) It's only a matter of time, brother. It's only a matter of time, Fantastics. It's only a matter of time before we we get a knee or a back or a shoulder or a neck or something else. To keep you out of professional wrestling for good It's only a matter of time And when we do that Regardless of what's the matter with you Regardless of whether it's a neck Or a back Or a shoulder Or a broken leg We're still going to whip you No matter how bad we beat you We're still going to whip the hat off your back To teach you that lesson I hope you're conscious Because if you're unconscious after all I wouldn't be able to hear you squeal and cry and moan I hope you're (laughs) conscious but one way or another, Fantastics, I'm going to whip you. I'm going to whip you so bad you are going to cry and squeal and scream even if you are unconscious. And you're going to be out of professional wrestling once and for all at the hands of the Midnight Express. Don't wrap me up. i got a lot of stuff to say, but it just so happens that I'm finished and so are the Fantastics going to be when we get finished. Coming up next, Nick Murdoch.
3: I still think it was pretty amazing because Corny w- had been talking since about the two-minute mark of this episode, and ne- now we're at the 1130-minute mark. So, he's like nine minutes straight just talking the whole time. Just um,
5: bullshitting on things. And But what I popped when Stan's reaction to losing his arm wrestling bout, <laughs> like he's yeah. like, Damn.
3: Harper, did you see him make the motion like he was about to bust it wide open with some broad in the crowd?
4: Yeah. And I know he had bags under his eyes. He looked tired.
3: Well. (laughs) It happens sometimes when you're up all night drinking and banging, brother.
4: Look at Dick Murdoch getting beat up by this guy. Look at him selling this back like he's...
3: That is Dick Murdoch. Uh, well, let me yeah. ask first. Did you have anything else from the promo, Doc? Uh,
5: no, I, I'm. I got to tell you though, this feud with the, I think I said this last week, Fantastics Midnight's has got me entertained, and I'm 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 all the way in. Yeah.
3: It's new, and uh, yeah, defi- and defi- definitely,
5: and it's hot, and it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's new and hot, just like you know. That's why new pussy's so good. You get your mm. girl, she's new and hot.
3: Man, yeah. it's been a long time since I've uh, experienced that what? firsthand, so I'll have to rely well, on That's not
5: that. what you said. You told me you were getting tired of Sasha. You are get, getting ready to go on vacation and see if you can't pull something else. Sure. That's nice.
3: With my kids, I'm going to go pull something else while they're there. Well, too, you put
5: right? them to bed. You, you put them to bed, and you duct tape them into their bed, and then you <laughs> go out and get yours. Yeah, you just strap them to the
4: bed, and you know? You, turn. you Bring some bungee cords and just put them under the covers, and then... You just like keep the TV on for them, because they wake up, they got something yeah, to watch. I mean, I
3: mean, why don't I just duct tape them to the wall while I'm at it? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Christ.
4: Well, that's
3: whatever that's you got to awesome
5: do to get... get. I don't want to tell you how to live. I'm just giving you some ideas and options.
3: <laughs> All right, Dick Murdoch defeats Larry hey, I got a Stevens. question.
5: I got a question, Harper. Uh-huh. in a pinch, what would you say if I if, if I told you? That I was thinking about mixing some Malibu rum with some Fruit Punch Gatorade. All right. Okay. That may... If I'm if I'm not here for a while during some point of this episode, I've gone off to do that. Okay. Why? Okay. Well, I'm drinking my last beer right now, so... I used to mix it with, with orange juice.
7: Oh.
4: That, well... We well, have pineapple juice in the house, but that's not yeah. sugar. I used to, we used to buy the, the jug of that old cheap uh, concentrated orange juice, and then we would pour like half half the orange juice out and just pour the rest of put put the Malibu in there, and we would just shake it up, and we'd just walk around like that. It's vitamin C, pal. Yeah.
3: Doc, you, you are an alcoholic. Why? Uh, because most people, you know, you run out of beer and you're in the middle of the show, you're not thinking about mixing Malibu rum with Gatorade. Eh, yeah, fuck well, it, man.
5: And by the time the show's over, it's time to go to bed. I that's know, cool. it's perfect.
3: I guess. Dick Murdoch defeats Larry Stevens. Doc, you got anything from it?
5: I was, no, I was, this one I des- I had nothing from it, so that's why I decided to get Harper's Mixology report on my my idea. I mean, it,
4: this guy got some stuff and that to-
5: at the I get some I electrolytes mean, too, so you know. Oh, uh, yeah, we're man. talking about the match. I was, I was actually talking, still talking about the drinks.
3: Okay, yeah, and they go like six minutes too. Hopper, he got, he not only got some stuff in at the beginning, but they went six minutes. Well, we're going, minutes. going
5: a full hour and a half today, so everybody's Fuck. gonna have to work. Everybody's gonna have to work their matches. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you know, uh, I, doc- I, I bet these old timers were in the locker room doing the same shit we do. Brave started yet? God damn. Yeah.
4: God damn, Bruh, the you, yet, the rain you have
3: ah. no idea how on point you are, Doc. The first thing any wrestler asks the promoter as night of a show, how long you want me to go?
4: Yeah, it's going over.
3: How long are we going? And there's, it's fabulous when they give you a time that's not too long. You're like, all right, brother, because see the thing is, generally you're getting paid the same whether you go twenty right. or ten.
4: You don't get paid by the hour.
3: Right, it's a
4: flat rate.
3: <laughs> Therefore, when the promoter says, "Eh, give me about eight minutes, no problem." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mister Officer. Anyway. Murdoch wins. Murdoch cuts a promo. Um, Doc, did you have anything from Murdoch's promo?
5: Uh, no, because it seemed like a lot of what he already said last week about the the Dusty and the Midnight Rider. So I didn't have much from that.
3: He really did repeat us. It was a good meat and potatoes promo, but it's... Uh, yeah,
5: it wasn't bad. It was just we did it last week. He, I mean, Harper didn't, but he watched yeah. the show, so he's good.
4: I w- yeah, I'm straight. Yeah. yeah.
3: So then they go straight from that to Luger, who defeats Art Pritz. Doc, any thoughts from that one?
5: Can't say that I do. This That's is gonna be nice. fun.
3: Um, and then they go to Luger, who Hopper. He's bone dry at the beginning of the promo. <laughs> God, he's bone dry. But he goes on almost...
5: say a damn thing. He doesn't say a damn thing worth listening.
4: But if you time lapse photography, this son of
5: a bitch, he's going to be drenched in a few
3: seconds.
4: I so, guess that's what happens when when uh, Barry's not there.
3: Yes, he goes almost four minutes. Hopper, he's bone dry right now, and let me hit. The he's not
5: button. bone dry. He's glistening a little bit.
3: Glistening a little, but damn, let's be, bro, look, let's be real,
4: <laughs> Jesus,
3: <laughs> and he still got almost a minute to go.
4: Oh yeah. God!
3: So here's the, for people out there listening in in real in um in advanced time on the video i i only went forward like like 2 minutes and he looks like he jumped time, in a
5: pool yeah from he the neck
3: down dunked in a swimming pool when he soaked look at from him From the Harvard. neck
4: down that's and then he touches crazy his
3: dick he paws his It're, dick too
4: it reminds me of uh, that old uh the promo with the nwo when they made fun of the horsemen i think it was yeah. And X and Pac wore the wig and he like hit the, the button and it made it look like, like he was crying when they were making fun of the Arn Anderson My Spot promo. Yeah. That's what it looks like.
5: You know, we're the only podcast in the world that would notice something like that. Thanks, Harper. Yeah. Now I can't focus on anything else.
3: Besides Luger sweating. I fucking can't. It,
5: when he <laughs> ste- When he steps up, I'm like, I wonder how wet he's gonna get. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no.
3: You know, you know what? wanna what we need to do one day. I need to like just pull up a random Nitro episode and see and, if he does it, and see if and see. If, I know it's a little different for Nitro because I mean they cut a lot of those promos in the middle of the ring, but I want to yeah. see like if there's any like backstage ones where he's sitting there shirtless and he's like bone dry, and then two minutes later he's you know soaked. I I I bet you it was like I bet you you could find one and he's he's same thing. But anyway, um, all right, we that keep sounds like moving. a research project for the army. Somebody in the army can do that. Yes. All right, we're gonna keep going. Uh, after Luger's promo, um, other than him being sweating and touching himself as usual, we go to a uh a promo and a video segment where uh, Tony and J.R. throw it to J.J. Dillon and Jim Crockett Jr. in regards to the Midnight Rider. Uh, here it is the advent of the
0: midnight rider a man who has come to the nwa with one thing in mind that's violence and you know we were in roanoke virginia not too long ago the roanoke civic center when we saw for the first time you and i jim ross the midnight rider and what a response what an interest by this man Missing Roanoke, what great wrestling fans in the state of Virginia, and they really came to their feet when the Midnight Rider came to the building. I want to tell you, I was at ringside. I've never seen a more physical, a more violent individual in my wrestling career than the Midnight Rider in Roanoke, Virginia, and that's got a lot of people concerned, especially J.J. Dillon. James J. Dillon said last week he would take the tape of the Midnight Rider ticket to the NWA headquarters and have the board of directors look at it. Well, we have this videotape from Mr. James J. Dillon. He got a chance to talk to Mr. Jim Crockett about the Midnight Rider. I think we need to take Take a look at it right now.
8: Jim Crockett, Jr., I appreciate that you've stopped here for these few minutes with me because I've been here chasing the board of directors around. I've hired this cameraman to follow me around everywhere, and everybody I talk to on the telephone is either putting me on hold or I schedule a meeting, I get there, they're out to lunch, or give me the runaround, but now I've got you standing here, I've got the camera rolling, and I want a public statement from you. Now, this thing with this Midnight Rider has gone entirely too far, and I've got a copy of tape, one of 500 copies that I've had made, I've had them sent to everybody. But now I know that you're gonna take a look at it because right here I have a monitor and I want to take a look one more time at this tape because this in and of itself is a living proof. Now you your glasses, you got your glasses with you?
6: I don't need any glasses. You don't need your glasses.
8: Okay, you take a good close <laughs> look at that monitor and let's roll that tape right now.
3: All right, so they roll another tape of the Midnight Rider. Harper, yes. you you saw last week's, and this is similar to this week, so go ahead and,
4: and tell us it's your the thoughts.
3: Same uh, it's yes. not the same, but a, it's similar. Well,
4: yeah, well, it's the same I, thing. I couldn't hear it because it, the music is too
5: loud. That's because we figured out last week they're trying to get over the top of the Midnight Rider
4: by Allman Brothers. That, That's what I figured. They're, they're trying to cover up the the—the uh, the music they they used. And I, I'm like, well, at first I wasn't expecting it. And, and here I, I'm like, what is this, like a Civil
5: War looking shit?
4: And then man, looking, my I was note like, was
5: "fuck Dusty and fuck this horse."
4: Yeah, and <laughs> I, I looked and I was like, "Wait, that's I think that's Magnum." And I was like, "Why has he got a baseball?" I was like, "Oh God, here we go."
5: <laughs> that's a great way to put it.
4: Here we. Go. This
5: was round two.
4: Bullshit. And I was like, first of all, I don't even know what 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 in the fuck you're saying. And then I was like, man, I forgot about this shit. This is some hokey or shit. And I'm just thinking, just get to the point where the road Warrior stab him in the fucking face. There <laughs> you go. Let's just speed up the fucking process. No, can't cheat the process.
3: That's what was missing week.
4: last week for, from when we did it. Yeah, Yeah, because he says we're going to introduce you to a new wrestler. I, I'm like, Damn, I wonder who it is. And then it's this
5: fat tub of And
4: <laughs> yeah, then it's Dusty with the mask, yeah. like, fuck.
5: Holy shit. And I like Dusty as a wrestler and as a character and as a promo, but this doesn't work for me. Yeah.
3: I told you what my problem was last week. My problem was I had already seen this angle already a few there's a, lot, different there's a
5: lot of time between 85 in Florida or 84 in Florida and
3: 88
5: on the national stage, too.
3: Explain what you mean by that. Technology,
5: the, you know, you could... The
2: territories
5: I don't know.
4: are really dying.
5: Yeah, I don't This is a territory angle. This is not a national
3: angle. Yeah. Um, and like I told you, I had already seen it. Watts did it in Mid-South, the actual Midnight Rider. And JYD did the Stagger Lee thing in Mid-South, which is very similar to this. So by the time you see it for the third time, you're like, that was cool the first time, maybe the second, but then you're like, eh, well.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um well
5: and the other thing is is that it would be okay until he cuts a promo and then it's dusty.
4: Yeah, if he would have kind of like disguised his voice, that would have been fucking hilarious.
5: Or not said anything and let Magnum do all the
4: talking. Well And
3: then let's also talk about the fact that Hopper Hopper just alluded to it in his a second ago. The problem with what they have on the network too that really just throws this thing and makes it stupid is that Midnight Rider theme song actually helps out the promo. It's like the music in ECW. The music made ECW uh the connection to the audience that much more. You you got this dubbed over shit that you're drowning out the Midnight Rider music so you can't hear a thing that even Dusty or Magnum's saying.
0: The which, stars aren't the
5: stars, pal. We're the stars.
3: Yeah. You know, instead of the WWE paying up. That's and why just, nobody gets over. There you go. All right, let's keep let's going.
5: See what, let's see what JJ's got to say about it.
3: Yeah, JJ's got something to say about this uh, video that they just watched, and he's sitting here with Jim Crockett Jr.
8: Obviously, we have both looked at what has to be irrefutable proof that the Midnight Rider is, in fact, none other than Dusty Rhodes
6: himself. We must have seen two different tapes, or you need new glasses. <laughs> Get the fuck out are, of here. Crockett. Are
8: you telling me that the tape that we just looked at, that there's even one iota of doubt in your mind that the Midnight Rider is none other than Dusty Rhodes? That was the Midnight Rider. Oh, this is becoming a very, very frustrating situation. Now, if you are telling me that that is not proof, what do you need for proof? Do I have to take this Midnight Rider and put him in a wrestling ring somewhere in this country and get a an N.W.A. sanctioned official, a referee, and pull the mask off the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and grab a referee by the neck and put him in his face and say, that's Dusty Rhodes?
6: That would be proof. Yes, it would be, Mr. Dillon.
8: (laughs) You're trying my patience, (laughs) but now you've made a statement that you can't back up on because you're saying that if I can get the Midnight Rider in a wrestling ring in a sanctioned match with an NWA official sanctioned by the National Wrestling Alliance, pull the mask off, and prove to him that it is, in fact, Dusty Rhodes, then what I've heard said behind closed doors, and you were there and agreed, too, that if Dusty Rhodes, in fact, is impersonating himself while under suspension as the Midnight Rider, that the suspension would then be... I'm so excited! (laughs) One year! Is that correct? Isn't that what I heard? One year is correct. One year? Everywhere in the world?
6: Everywhere in the world.
8: (laughs) At this stage of his career. Even the American dream after one year. So all I have to do is just get the Midnight Rider in the ring and pull the mask off that's correct oh, well i want yeah. you to keep this cape anyway well, mr Dillon, i'm I, glad you know, I, I, I to, you, you know a sense of fair play you got a sense of fair play
6: i try to be a, a fair man and uh april 23rd in greensboro uh, i've got special permission from the nwa to have some uh other matches other than tournament matches your man rick flair will be defending the title uh your two men are the number one seeds mr uh, blancher mr anderson no, that's correct that's correct and I have a contract here, an open contract, for another oh. match to be held in Greensboro on the 23rd. And really, all I have to do is, is fill in a name. And I think I'm going to put Mr. James J. Dillon's name down here, since you have uh, accidentally approved it already. You know, I'm going to be
8: awful busy that night with the uh. tournament and everything.
6: But Mr. Dillon, again, in the effort to, to be a fair man, I think I think it should be a, a it's a special night. We'll have a special stipulation. Uh, I think we'll make it a, a, a Texas bull rope match, me, and, and your me. opponent will be the Midnight Rider, and you will have the opportunity to prove your point. Thank you, Mr. Dillon.
8: Get back here! What are you? What are you? What are you talking about?
3: That's some foul shit, man. That they just did is JJ. Yeah. Um, what you think, Hopper, About this?
4: I don't like it when the when the authority figures do shit like this. Me. Cause, yeah. Cause, I respect you, Booker, man. Because they're supposed to call it right down the line. And he's obviously not
3: calling right it down the
4: line. Right. I don't like that. Not because, only is he throwing him in a match,
3: he throws him in a bull rope
4: match. It's supposed to be like, yeah, this is kind of. He throws this. him in a
5: Texas bull rope match, but the Midnight Rider's from Colorado.
4: That's
3: bullshit. The Midnight <laughs> Rider also said that his his horse's name is Dos Diablo, which translates to two devil. It's a, it's wrong? just stupid. What's wrong with that? From Diablo Canyon, Colorado, get the flying
4: piss out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with Hopper uh. because it's supposed to be no matter the, the kind of hokey horse shit you see, he's always real and calls it right down the line. Right, and now he's he's a part of of, of the whole fucking thing now.
3: Showing favoritism,
4: right? He's He's part of this storyline now. That's a pro wrestling storyline. Instead of just being the authority figure.
3: Yeah. Doc, what are your thoughts?
5: But what if JJ gets that mask off? Yeah. And it's not him, it's an opportunity.
3: I hope so. I hope he gets it off, to be honest with you. And, and then Uncle Ivan just beating this poor bastard with a chain on the floor. Fuck Jesus, that. Man. What an
5: asshole. Did you see that, that chain? That? He was swinging that chain. And, you know, I know he's a professional, but there's a lot to go wrong chain. there. Yeah. Right. That right, sound so- of it hitting the hitting the concrete. Fuck that.
3: Any other thoughts on the Midnight Rider, Hopper, from that segment?
4: <laughs> I, I I just think it's dumb. I mean, I don't know. I mean back then you're probably like, oh, oh, but now it's no. Well
5: that's the other thing is I was ten and eleven when they did right. this shit the first time. Then I'm fourteen the second time. There's a lot of time between those that you believe a lot of shit at ten and eleven. You figure right. it out about fourteen. Exactly. Well shit
3: though. I mean, the first time I saw the angle was Stagger Lee and I was seven. So that was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. But I mean, in between that's nineteen eighty two. Six more years later I'm, you know, thirteen, I'm thinking, wait, Come on, man. So,
5: yeah. I'll I'm, I'm come. Our 13 and 14 year old asses figured it out, but those old motherfuckers, dumb Southern Isn't that fans crazy, never got it. <laughs> <laughs> Still wanting to stab a motherfucker just because wrestling made him hot.
7: That
4: ain't Dusty.
7: That
5: ain't Dusty. <laughs> that ain't
4: Dusty.
3: Go ahead, do it all. Of
4: course it is. That ain't Dusty. Dusty's back at Austin.
3: He suspended for 120 days. That ain't dusty. If you think that's dusty. dusty, I'll whoop your ass.
5: Yeah. We we can sell this shit in the parking lot.
7: <laughs>
3: we take this shit outside if you want to fight, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, you handle this shit in the street, man. Come on now, that ain't dusty. I don't give shit what you say. You can call him Dust. That's the Midnight Rider from Dos Diablo Canyon, Colorado. I don't know where that is and if it's in America, but I can yeah. tell you, I could, I could. If you don't, if you think that's dusty, you and I can sell this shit outside. The fuck is ready to fight each other over this stuff.
4: Get in the All truck, right. sissy. I don't wanna. <laughs> Get in the truck, sissy. I don't wanna. No. Want Remember
3: that? Yeah. <laughs> I told you I don't. I didn't see it.
4: Mike does it.
3: Give me a break. Ooh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why you got to change the subject? Right, I sure so so
7: deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> the all Barbarian I got is all I...
5: I'm going to throw this shot out there right now. Uh... uh, uh All I'm going to say, and I won't say too much here, but Harper, you better go back and get some lyrics ready for Smooth Up In You when we record tomorrow night. All right.
3: Paul Jones, I'm sorry, Barbarian and Warlord defeat Bob Riddle and Steve Atkinson. We saw Ivan lay the chain, uh, one of those poor saps on the outside. And then Paul Jones, the powers of pain, and Ivan, they cut a promo. It's uh, pretty meat and potatoes, although I thought Ivan was pretty good. Doc, what did you have from this? Just
5: assume that from now on, that when Paul Jones cuts a promo, I have nothing.
4: Yeah. It new like, rule.
5: New rule. If they're out there talking, I'm not. I didn't. I
4: didn't have anything. What are you about and to say, Harper? I keep waiting for him to leave because
3: <laughs> I know they're
4: going to WD. Right. I know it's coming. And they're going to feud <laughs> with Demolition. I know it's coming.
3: It's not far, man. <laughs> Where's Boogie Woogie Man?
4: He's Shit. Still- He's still
3: working, is no. he? Mm-mm. Yeah,
5: f- where's yeah, the uh, where are the Mulkies?
3: Doc's favorite friend Phil Allen had uh, and I got the results. Phil, uh, I got the JCP book, but I just never look in it before or after these shows. But Phil uh, told me he was still working, like the the B towns or whatever. We're just not seeing him.
4: Oh, really? All right.
3: Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, I, I'm with you. Paul Jones is nothing without Paul Jones' army from a couple of years ago, and I'll just leave
4: you yeah. out. Dude, when, that, the fucking promo they, they did last week. Oh, God.
3: That bad, huh? It,
4: it, 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 I forgot. Who was it? It was Dick Murdoch, and he's going on about the Midnight Rider and Dusty, and at the end, <laughs> Paul Jones goes, And what do you say? So at the end, he's like, yeah, we're going to get rid of the road warriors. Like that had nothing to do with what they were talking about. (laughs) Where the fuck did that come from?
3: Out of thin air. Uh. Oh, man. (laughs) They were great when uh, it was uh, Paul Jones's army in 86. But this this uh, Paul Jones with the powers of pain, not so much. Uh, yeah. All right, we go from that to the Varsity Club, Mike Rotunda and Rick Steiner versus the Dark Star and Dave Spearman. And if you're hearing a lot of rustling around, it's because Doc still doesn't have a computer and he's on his phone uh, recording this. So he's taking him. Damn, the you should still out? out? Well, I got a, another laptop sitting over
5: there that I just haven't, you know, oh. set up because I'm lazy.
3: Again, Varsity Club versus Dark Star and Dave Spearman.
5: Man, Uh, now wait a minute. uh, You had the Varsity Club battling a guy named Dark Star while JR was talking about guys wrestling under hoods. I got real nervous during that match. (laughs) There was too much imagery going on there. I was like, come on, man.
4: Is that Dark Star?
3: No. uh, I can't see. No, the Dark Star is the guy guy with the red tights. He's got red tights with tassels on his boots and a white star on his red tights. He's gonna come in, in right. a second. I need Harper to see I need Harper to see him when he does come into the ring. Because it's like when you see him, you're like, What the hell with the tassels? It's rather absurd. What's We're wrong with Tag. tassels?
4: Like the ultimate warrior tassels?
3: No, just like look tassels at here he he smooth Look up at these tassels, deeper. Harper. Look, look at the
4: Yeah. He's like an Indian.
3: What? What, yeah. what's up you see those tassels that they're like four inches you know long? what that
4: looks like remember when fucking cheerleaders used to wear them fucking yes. boots? that's yes. what it looks like
3: i don't care those short-ass tassels i'm like what yeah. is this shit anyway uh but he is the dark star and he's got tassels on his boots like cheerleaders like harper said uh doc any other thoughts from this match before i go to the varsity club promo which i am going to play
5: no, the promo is, is great. Sullivan's about to book the territory while those two idiots are back there clowning around. This is, aw- <laughs> this is awesome.
3: Yeah, here it is. Let's go to it now.
0: You have to be concerned. This coming Friday night, Jimmy Garvin, Prince of Darkness match, plus the tournament. I'm concerned about a lot of issues, and
7: today some of my constituents haven't listened to the issues. The issues are this. Jimmy Garvin and myself, Prince of Darkness Deathmatch, he's coming into my backyard. That is not the problem I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is Dick Murdoch said it all. He's got his boots on, he's got the gloves on, and his heart is dark. I reached out last week and I came away empty handed. You see? Dusty Rhodes has snapped. It started when he tried to assassinate Kelly Blanchard, And you, Mr. Crockett, were almost destroyed right here in this poll. Your brother was whacked. He was suspended for 120 days. But the problem is this. You pull the mask off and he's gone for a year. Is that correct? That's correct. You pull the hood off and he's gone for a year. I like that. And it came to me, you see, I didn't know how we would get the American Dream gone. If it's Dusty Rhodes, it is Dusty Rhodes. Let's not be facetious. I know the original Midnight Rider because, you see, I have the ultimate plan as I took the varsity club to the Temple of Doom oh, about the games oh, oh. no, no. Wow. we're going back you see I understand now he has one weakness and I want everybody to listen because nobody's taking it serious except maybe Murdoch Cornet's not taking it serious I don't know if Jones is taking it serious JJ is taking it serious and I'm taking it serious JJ I have the ultimate plan. You see, he has one weakness still as the Midnight Rider. And that weakness is to help the underdog. To help the poor, to help the underdog. And the underdog is this. The underdog is my Patty. You see, gorgeous. She was my Patty before she was ever precious. And she was my Patty with an eye before you were ever gorgeous. And in the doom, and when the temple is there... (laughs) You see, he'll have to come for her because he has one weakness, and that's the underdog. If we don't all get together and join forces, none of us are going to survive next 120 days. All
0: right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the ring.
3: All right, Doc, as, um, as Rotunda and Steiner are back there goofing off, what did you have from this? So
5: wait, he's got a nail precious to draw the American Dream, or the Midnight Rider, out so that the, all of them can band together and unmask him. Is the, do I have
3: that right? Something like that. I mean, I I think he kind of just mingled the two in together. I don't know if they were meant to be related, but he sure did go on and on about insinuating that he used to bang Patty, aka Precious, mm. before Garvin was married to her. I wonder
5: and, how that really went
3: over. You know?
5: Yeah. It's an angle, but I mean. There's a difference between Rick saying I'm going to do it and Sullivan saying I used to do it.
3: <laughs> Maybe this is why in a, in a couple more months she's uh, she's out of there and she's home taking care of the kids and not on the road. I don't know. Um, what else you got, Doc?
5: Just more Sullivan madness. The uh, Aberdeen, you know, the Temple... That scared Rick Steiner. Good stuff.
4: Hopper, you got anything more from it? I just think people see this as like hokey, goofy shit. And, and they're trying to tell you, no, look, it's serious, man. You know, it's not just Dusty wearing a mask. This is a whole fucking shit you got to take serious. It's fucking This is evil. a problem. Right. This is a problem. Don't just fucking laugh at it. You know, it's like it's like global warming. Don't just, oh, dear, you know, calm the fuck down, bro. And, and they're like, no, 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 this is a serious problem. We got to take care of this shit.
3: Yeah, because he starts talking about we need to join forces to take out the Midnight Rider if we're going to survive right. this for the next 120 days. So like, whereas, you know, earlier we were watching the Midnight Rider promo and it's kind of like, ha ha, we're laughing, this is stupid. But yeah. Sullivan comes in and he's making it real. He's like, nah, we got to right. deal with this shit.
4: It's we like gotta, the White Walkers. Yeah. No one fucking. I mean, no one believed it. It's like there's no, man. That's that's fairy tale shit. And then what yeah, happened?
3: Right. Doc has no clue what you're talking about, Harper, But <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. For once, Doc has no clue, and I do. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. We keep going. We got Arn and Tully who defeat uh, Tony Bowen and uh, Ricky Paradise. Doc, any thoughts from this match?
5: Ricky Paradise. What a that's probably his real name, right? Yeah. What an 80s name is that? <laughs> Man, there is Ricky Paradise. Um, there is very few things in, in all of life that get me give me as much joy as watching Barney Anderson hit a Spawn Buster.
3: No kidding. Because he was so good at it. So goddamn good. Maybe I mean,
5: they look they're the number one seeds, man. Title or not, they are the favorites going into this tournament for uh, a million dollars. And uh boy, well, I think you might want to go ahead and get to these promos, pal. Yeah.
3: Let's do that. Hold on one second. This is
5: some these are some truths that's about to get spit.
0: JJ, number one seed the comes out a chance. For $1 million, I know you're excited, and I also know you're excited about your chance to unmask the Midnight Rider in a bull road match.
8: Well, first, let me say the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, the World Heavyweight Champion, is not here tonight He's making one of his numerous personal appearances, but of course, he's always with us in spirit. And I'm reminded of the words of the Nature Boy when he said, the four horsemen are professional wrestling. and Let's face it, we are the Crockett Cup. And it's no more obvious than when you look ahead to next week, next Saturday night, the night of the finals. Rick Flair will defend the world title against Nikita Koloff. He's got a lot of pressure. He's defended that title against all comers. Next week is going to be no exception. Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson have the pressure of going after the Crockett Cup and one million dollars. So right away you say, okay, James J. Dillon. Jimmy pocket got real cute with you, put your name on an open contract that you gave him in good faith, and now you got to face this Midnight Rider in his specialty, this Texas Bull Rope match, and boy, you're going to get busted up real bad. Where are you going to get your help, from? Well, let me remind you of something. As we've already seen by the words of Dick Murdoch, Kevin Sullivan, Jim Cornette, there's a lot of people in the professional wrestling world, and I don't care if their motive is jealousy, or greed, or revenge, or whatever it is, there's a lot of people that want to see the wrestling world rid of the likes of Dusty Rhodes. And I know the Midnight Riders, Dusty Rhodes, let's say that right out front. Now I have no delusions of grandeur. I don't know in the back of my mind next Saturday in Greensboro if I can defeat Dusty Rhodes in a Bull Road match. I really seriously doubt that I can. But you see I don't have to to get what I want. All I need to do is just get one good lick in there with that cowbell, just stunning for a minute, just long enough to pull that mask off and expose to the whole world that he is in fact Dusty Rhodes. And then he's suspended, not for 120 days, but by Jim Crockett's own words, one year everywhere in the world and even three times world champion out of the limelight for one year dusty road, you can kiss your career goodbye. And me remind you, pal, the four horsemen got a lot of friends, and the horsemen will be there. <laughs> JJ, you said
2: it off because you know, they talk about the baddest of the bad, and the evilest of the evil, and the backstabbingest bunch of guys there are, and that's what this is. That's why we're on top of the heat. And you know, you talk about that man up there, he's going to be bad. You should have stayed on vacation, because big man... This ain't going to get it done. You're going down just like Sting did. And you know what? When you and I get in the ring, you just got a taste of what peaking for the moment of competition is all about. You saw the horseman peak in the ring. David Crockett, the horsemen, throughout their history have been called a lot of things. But there's one thing nobody could ever deny. We've got class. We're the first to buy a round of drinks. And the reason, the reason we are called class, we conduct ourselves like class acts everywhere we go, whether it be a restaurant, a mall, a nightclub, or just some little kid that's got something to say if we got the time. Now, a lot of people don't like us, but there's a lot of wrestlers in this business that are jealous of us because of one reason. You see, nobody gave us a lot of money or a big contract or a big bonus or potential. They gave it to us on our track record. First time we came to Jim Becker promotions, myself, Tully Blanchard, anybody else, Rick Flair, J.J. Dillon, we were untested. And by God, we had to come out and draw money, put butts in seats, and that's why we dictate what we are, which is the elite of this business. The horsemen throwing in pocket cup. We're going to add a million dollars to our kitty. We are the finest. We will manifest ourselves at the cup.
0: All right, let's go to the ring.
3: All right, Doc, what you got? Bruh!
5: Hit the tagline. We can take yeah. it on home. <laughs> how can you? <laughs> we are. How can you be tired of fucking Arn Anderson? Uh, what is Lance's problem? Oh God! He said they're a class act at the beginning. We're class, and then we came here. We proved ourselves. We draw money. Hmm. We're gonna add a One, million dollars not. to the kitty. He stood yeah. there too. And the good thing about it is while everybody else was jaw jacking and they were good, he was looking down going, I'm getting ready to own this whole motherfucker. Yeah.
3: He said, one of his quotes during this, no one can deny we have class. A lot of people don't like us, but there are a lot of wrestlers in the business that want to be us. Mm -hmm.
5: We draw money. That's true. We draw money. (laughs) 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 Couldn't draw money with a box of green crayons <laughs> is that yeah. the corny line
3: uh corny line I think corny had that corny used that line you couldn't draw money with a box of green crayons or with a green crayon corny also said you couldn't draw a greasy string out of a cat's ass um, that's nice <laughs> that's some
4: fucking redneck shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did the string get there yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a tapeworm
3: well oh, man Huber, what were your thoughts on the on our arm right there?
4: It's fucking great, huh?
3: Shit.
4: He and wasn't keep, out there very long. He didn't have to be. I keep waiting to see Barry turn. Hold uh, on. Be,
3: be patient, young young one. It's uh we're we're, okay. we're on the we're on the precipice of it, as they say. Uh it is it is not far off. Um not far off at all, and I'll leave it at that. Great promo from Arnold man. I don't know if it gets, God, he was. And the thing about it, um, I, I made a note. They were all, uh, all three of them, Arn Tully and JJ, were out there for four minutes. And Arn probably only had about 67, 60 seconds of the four minutes. And he spit fire during <clears throat> that his portion. No
5: was, wasted was, bullshit. No 15 no, minutes, uh, go, go jaw jack in the ring. I thought JJ was good there, too. I mean, he goes, hey, look, I don't have to beat you to get what I want.
3: Which is very true. I love that. And he
5: and he's saying, "I don't know that I can beat you, but that's okay. I, I'm try, I'm I'm not going there to win the match. I'm going there to get something else."
3: Yep. Good shit. Good shit. Very All right. good. All right. So give me one second. I got to restart the Patreon. God. Jeez. All right.
5: I'm gonna go make my drink. See you later,
3: pal. All yeah. right. No, we're back. Um, we got Nikita. He defeats El Negro. I'm gonna take it. Neither one of y'all have anything from that, Doc? No. I don't know if he went and got his drink or not. And then we go to a Nikita promo, and I'm not about to talk about the three-minute promo Nikita's out there trying to cut, talking
4: about the crock. Uh, okay, code. don't. I watched <laughs> the, the last one for last week, and it's like, I think it's English got worse.
3: You think his English got worse? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does his best to talk them into the building for his match against Flair at the Crockett Cup because that's the thing. He's going to be in a singles match now that Dusty is uh, the Midnight
4: Rider. So,
3: him and oh, Dusty originally... So, like,
4: so, he's not getting a tag team partner to replace him. He's just doing a singles match.
3: Right. Correct.
4: Correct. Uh, what about which... uh, uh, Steve Williams? What about him? He wanted a shot at him, right?
3: You want a shot at Flair? You mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, it, that ain't happening. Um, at the Crockett Cup, there. This is the match he's talking about right here. Is, is Crockett Cup, okay. Nikita and, and Rick. So, um, yeah, we'll have to stay tuned if and when it happens with Steve Williams and Rick. And that's that. Um, I'm gonna assume Doc isn't back yet. He's still making his Malibu and what did he say, Hopper?
4: Gatorade. Fucking Gator- yeah, Gatorade. God. That
3: uh, all right, so after Nikita rambles for a while, we get Jimmy Garvin, who defeats Larry Davis. And then we get Jimmy Garvin and Precious out there cutting a promo. Doc, are you back yet? You know, it must be nice just to walk off and just kind of just do your thing in the middle of a show just to go get you some Malibu rum. You, you got to be a... You know, you must be an alcoholic when you got to go get Malibu rum. And And he's on his phone, so I don't understand why he just didn't take his phone with him. Maybe spewing. That's a possibility, too. Although, I mean, we know you took a piss on air. So I still envision you with the laptop being cradled in both arms, dropping your pants, (laughs) taking a piss. (laughs) (laughs) In the middle.
5: Harper, this is not as good. This is not as good as you might think. It sounds gross. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but I put three or four shots in this thing, so I'm going to keep drinking it. Wow. You
3: oh, don't doc, want to waste the
5: booze, Mike.
3: Doc, did you have anything from Jimmy Garvin and Larry Davis?
5: No. Hey, Mike, oh, you about? ever mixed Henny with something and been like, oh,
4: that was a mistake and then drink it anyway? I've done shit like that. I used to mix all kinds of shit with fucking Jim Bean at Saints games. I used to just, I was oh, like, please. fucking more. I, I, I tell was like, me. More, huh?
3: Please tell me some of the things you mixed with Jim Bean. I am. Everything
4: you can think of. Kool-Aid, Sprite, fucking, uh, every type of soft drink. It's just poor. How about Hawaiian Punch? Hawaiian Punch, definitely. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, no. How about some
5: grapes, grape soda?
4: Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. The worst is when they got the fucking Jim Beam that's like flavored with the fucking, uh, It's like the honey shit and all that. That's the worst shit. I like the vanilla flavor. It's just, it's, it's just sticky. And if you spill it, fuck.
5: Mike, what do you mix your Henny with?
3: I drink it straight. Oh. If you go to the Hennessy website though, they they have all kind of like different Henny recipes, but I, I've never
4: tried them. Well, don't. Because they're for because, white people. Because white right. people wrote that shit.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> right, I mean, there's all kind of like stuff you can supposedly mix it with, and I'm like,
4: yeah, you mix it with some fucking big red.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I will tell you something that I, that, I thought that he was going to me- say.
5: He mi- I thought he was going to say he mixed it with some scissor.
4: Yeah,
3: but but I will tell you this, Harper my first year at nickel state back when I was 18. Uh, so like, you know how you like really broke and poor in college. Yeah. Well, I mean, people that don't know, I mean, Nichols is basically an hour from new Orleans. So it's basically, I don't want to say an extension of new Orleans, but it's like it, right. it, the, the rules of, you know, you walk down the street drinking liquor. I mean, it, it, you're not going to get arrested for like an open bottle or whatever. But anyway, man, you know, you don't really have money for like even rum or shit like that. So one of the dudes in the dorm was like, man, I got a cheap drink for y'all that's real good. Like, okay, what is it? He said, get you some Thunderbird and a packet of Kool-Aid. And he said, mix the Kool-Aid, God Kool-Aid
4: damn.
3: and Thunderbird.
4: That's some fucking Ooh. rough shit. Oh, <laughs> man, that night I
3: mixed that. Ah, my head hurt so bad the yeah. next day. <laughs> drank that whole bird. bottle on Saturday night, man. I'll never forget LSU was playing Auburn. LSU was playing Auburn and it was on like ESPN. This is like 1994. This is all yeah. Football season '94. You can look it up. I think LSU won this game and I remember we are sitting there watching this game and then we went out to the club after the game was over. And I had drank a whole bottle of Thunderbird with Kool Aid, with with either strawberry or cherry Kool Aid in it. And holy crap, my Ooh. head was banging like somebody took an axe handle hammer to it or a uh, axe to it the night before. That was some rough stuff. All right. Have you ever done when something you went like to Nichols,
5: When you went to Nichols State, was that the farthest you'd ever been away from your house?
3: Uh, no, no. No, I wasn't. Why? What are you getting at?
5: I just didn't think the people that lived in the ghetto were able to, like, migrate around that far from their homes. I just wonder how far you were able to go.
3: You're an asshole. Aubrey, you never well, did nothing like that?
5: that? if you're able to move that...
4: <sighs>
3: Aubrey, you never did nothing what? like that? Mix, mixed uh, Kool-Aid into, like, Thunderbird or Boone's Farm or anything?
4: Oh, yeah, And Fuck, I, I mean... And... I mainly just drank beer. Like, friends of mine used to always... You know, you fucking... With shit. I mean, we shit. They used to have... Or 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 maybe it was a uh, Night Train TQ.
3: Jesus Christ. He said Night Train as he's breaking up.
4: Yeah, oh, they yeah. had a... They had a... Well, a, a Night Train and Thunderbird, Thunderbird.
5: I mean, it was Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, that's two branches of a terrible tree.
4: Yeah, and people used I, to had yeah. a friend of mine used used to drink that horrible Stop shit. Stop talking, I mean,
5: Harper. It's them. terrible. We can't hear you. So yeah, the, the the way to play this for for normal people is if you're if you're about to go to college or you're sending your kid off to college, you need to tell them stay on the beer. Your first year, yeah, or you're footing. Because I used to drink like quarts of Bush because I could afford it when I was a freshman and I had a guy I knew that was 21 there's a beer store behind the dorm but the one night that I got the sickest was when I veered off that path oof, with wild turkey yeah fuck that <laughs> and I think I think my, I think my eight little 19-year-old 18 or 19-year-old doc drank 3 quarts of or three forties of the bull that night to get more drunk, and then three shots of wild turkey.
3: Oh, you mixed the wrong thing, bro.
5: At nineteen, like I just had a beer and some rum, and then I'm like, all right, whatever. But at nineteen, eighteen, it was a wrap.
3: That's the wrong thing to mix. God, ugh. Well, we'll get the no show back they on sell track. Malt,
5: no wonder they sell malt liquor in the hood, man. It's to keep y'all down. That's what it is. That stuff's that's, evil.
3: That's nice, doc. That's that's fucked up. That it really is. The hey, fantastic. I got to tell you something,
5: oh Harper. The, Harper, the further I get into this drink, I got to tell you, I don't know if it's taking hold or if it's mixing better, but this thing's starting to taste pretty good. Yeah, right. For real. No, nah, yeah, we're right. we're circling we're circling around here. I think we've we've. Cross the the threshold here. I'm I'm at the temple of what is it, Aberdeen? I'm I'm there with with the taskmaster. I'm ready to do shit with monkeys in Malaysia.
3: Okay, that's nice. What do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia? The Fantastics defeat Keith Steinborn and Alan Martin. Doc, you get anything from that? Did you see
5: Tommy Rogers go sit in the fat broad's lap? Yeah. Of course.
3: Bruh. He's, he's he's working, man.
5: <laughs> is he ever? These guys are over, too, man. Let me
4: tell you something. That, that pop is huge when they come out. Yeah, they it, fucking like these guys. It's like the Rock and Roll Express 2.0.
3: It sure the hell is. And like I said last time. Okay, so
4: we... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Harper, we had a
5: discussion last week. I want to uh, ask you. Think about this for you answer. Who's a better overall talking tag team the rock and roll express or the fantastics the rock and roll express so Rick, ricky morton is so good that he's better than fulton and rogers yes even though gibson's dragging
4: it down he, here's the thing it's uh the fantastics are are, are good but it's it's there are a lot more uh meat and potatoes when it comes to their promos, where where okay. I've, I, I've 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 heard all this before.
5: Okay, the point is, and I guess the point y'all are trying to make is, is that Morton could fall into the same. Oh, we're not here just to, to play; we're here to stay. Rock and roll is here to stay. But there yes. are times when he could when he could cut a transcendent promo,
4: right? And the thing is. Okay. Who first started saying that promo that was theirs?
5: And, 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 what
4: about I, this ca- one? What? What about this one? What about something you Ajax can't wash off? Ajax. Cornette. Men's nice But,
3: Harper, you making fun of Gibson, but I, let, let me remind you like I reminded Doc of that Smoky Mountain promo where they're standing in front of the trash can. And they're talking about the street fight with the gangsters. And Gibson's like, oh, bro, bring it on! And they're screaming. And we're <laughs> laughing at them like they're two drunks. And Gibson popped us because of his stupidity. So I just want to yeah. remind you of that. Um, yeah, but no, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I, I agree with you, Harper. The, the Fantastics are, are more meat and potatoes.
4: I mean, they're good.
3: Yeah.
5: I, we were also talking about the fact that the that the Fantastics were better than I remember.
3: No, no, no. Oh, you said that. I didn't say that. I
5: did. I said we were talking about the fact that the Fantastics were better than I remember,
3: which shocks me from you in a way because you saw them in World Class. I, saw, I mean,
5: I did see them in World Class, but dude, they were up against the Midnight's. I think there. Well, Corny was filling up the screen, man. You got to remember, that's back when Corny was given like 10 minutes on that Saturday night show. He's talked about that. The Will Rogers show out of Fort Worth, they were like, just go out there and talk. And he goes, that's where I learned how to talk is I had 10 minutes. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Just talk.
5: Um, and, th- and so then you have Cornet on one side cutting promos. And it, like you said, they're meat and potatoes, but they weren't holding their own with Corny doing 10 minute promos.
3: No, hell no. Alright, Doc, any other thoughts on the Fantastics defeating these guys here?
5: That rocket, here comes the rocket launcher. Ka-boom. Where are the rats at.
3: So they go from the fantastic they're getting ready to-
4: shake some ass here. Yeah. Just look at that. And shake it. was it like a jacked up uh Huey Lewis. <laughs> wow.
5: <laughs> I want a new drug. I want a new <laughs> drug. Thing. Was I want a new drug? The same song that sounded like Ghostbusters? Oh, I think so. Wasn't it when you sued him? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I think so. I think there was some lawsuits in there.
4: I saw him live a couple of years ago. Huey Lewis in the news before. He, how before was that? He wasn't bad. They weren't bad. Pe- people forget how big that was. Dude, he they was. were big for like about ten years, almost
5: huge. Yeah, that All Back I, to the
4: Future song. And nah, the I was the album about Sports. To
3: say, that's how I <laughs> found out about him.
4: Right. I mean, Sports was a huge album.
5: It sure was. You know who I bet likes Huey Lewis a lot? Who? I bet Fritz Mulkey likes Huey Lewis.
4: I got a Huey Lewis uh, 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 koozie somewhere. Jesus. Yeah. I bought it. Did you just get a spam slam mug?
3: (laughs) Speaking of spam, they just showed the Fantastics winning the spam slam of the week. And then I want y'all to listen to the crowd here at the during the Fantastics promo. Here it is. They're Bobby over
0: Walton, fantastic... Listen the to the fans with their really?
3: team. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Crocker, we
2: love the fans. I hear a lot of people out here talking about them being rich with money and Rolls Royces, and these guys over here talking
3: about eating more spam. And we just beat two guys with the spam slam of the week, right? Well, let me say <laughs> this, right. bro. The fans are screaming, We want spam. We want spam.
5: <laughs>
3: fucking, Did I hear that right, right
5: Doc? It's a crowd of T Rexes. <laughs>
3: yeah. And, and then. Spam. And then Bobby says it. He goes, they want Spam. What?
5: (laughs) Man, they were. Here's the thing. And you know they fucked this up. If they weren't out there, if Spam didn't have somebody there on Saturday mornings to hand out free cans of Spam, they were missing the boat.
4: Yeah, really? Or or, or at least give out fucking T-shirts or something. Bumper stickers.
5: Shit, Spam is cheaper than the shirt. Yeah,
4: the, yeah the,
5: that's
3: true, huh? Yeah. Bruh, you're not kidding Can't me, eat are. a t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, you hand out free samples of spam, and then they just go buy the spam because they're getting free samples. They're like, man, this was some good spam. I'm going to go ahead on down to the store and give me a couple cans. We can put that shit in the frying pan and fry us up some spam for dinner tomorrow night.
4: I'm going to make a sandwich with it tomorrow and put it in, 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 in a Junior's Duke's Hazard lunch box.
3: You ever you ever put mayonnaise and ketchup on it too after you fry it up and put it on some bread? Two slices of I white am, bread. Just am,
4: am. I mix it with my eggs in the morning.
3: Jesus Christ, that spam is. Have over, you ever rolled
4: dude. it up? Have you ever
5: rolled it up into a ball and shoved it up your ass? Nah,
3: <laughs> never. <laughs> All right. Comes out, uh, it comes out. It comes
5: out. It's truly It's truly devil damn. At that point. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> nice coat. You know what I brown. did uh, recently with, with oh, uh, spam? Oh, <laughs>
5: please, shit. please. Did you shove it, a ball of it up your ass?
4: Nah, I fucking uh, yeah. I, I was I was fucking trying to look for something to eat, and I found a can of the, of the like the old uh, t- the old uh, tomato soup, like the old school fucking fifty cent. Can of fucking tomato soup, and I took some spam, and I cut it up in little pieces, and I put it in a, in 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 the soup. How was that? It wasn't bad.
5: Harper <laughs> stew.
4: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what?
3: Uh, he put some Stop. spam in his soup.
4: Yeah, I mean, that was a, that was my Span Slam of the week. It sounds Man, like I don't it know what's going on. Like it, uh, let me it tell it you something. Let me,
5: let me break k real quick. I don't know. We need to keep this episode going because LaFond is out there cutting a vicious promo of one of my kids. I need to stay in here talking about wrestling.
3: No. You go out there, and when uh, Little Latrell says, Dad, Mom's getting on us about such and such and such and such, you you tell him, Son, come with me. Let's go look at the stars outside.
5: <laughs> hey. Why? Run from the trouble, son.
4: Speaking yeah. of spam, I'm dating this chick, bro. You know what she whoa, likes to eat? Whoa, whoa,
5: whoa, Wait a minute.
4: Wait, what? I'm dating this chick. And she likes we'll eating co- We'll fuck- come back. She likes fucking olive loaf. Ugh. How fucking gross is that shit?
5: She'll probably toss her salad
4: then. Uh,
3: Man, I bet that stuff makes the 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 the, 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 the spam slam down there.
4: Fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Have a nice spam order, wallet. Right? A spam wallet. She's like, <laughs> it's just like bologna. I say, no, no, it's not.
3: That shit is terrible, Harper. I was like, you so, so where did you, where did
5: shit? you meet, where did you meet Miss Olive Loaf?
4: <laughs> At a, um, a bar.
5: Okay, that's the best place. Um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to share? I mean, you did it good. We're far away from any holidays where you have to buy anything.
4: Yeah, no, uh, until fucking, that, that's true, huh? That's perfect. That's, that's
5: good strategic planning.
4: Yeah, because I mean, Christmas. Fuck, man.
5: There's no guarantee that y'all be together at Christmas. Come on. Yeah, know. She eats olive loaf, and you got a Roger Staubach poster on your wall. <laughs> this is not gonna last. <laughs> oh shit! Well, you ain't in it for the long. You ain't in it for the long haul here, are you? Yeah. Oh, you are. Good luck.
3: Well, with that said, let's go now to uh, Al Perez just defeated Ryan Wagner. Let's go to his promo right now.
0: The Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. You have a team, Gary Hart. You're a man. And Larry Zavisca.
3: I have something that no one else has.
1: I have the only team that will be in this tournament that no one has had an opportunity to see except Gary Hart. Al Perez and Larry Sabisco has spent many, many hours wrestling with no viewing audience other than Gary Hart. So remember the rest of you people that are saying that you are going to win the Crockett Cup and take the million dollars home. How can you be so sure when you don't don't know what I got? And I got the very best because the name of the game is wrestling. And if you're in condition And if you can go the hour, if you still have something left when the rest of them tongue is hanging out, you got a better chance than anybody else. And nobody knows what they can do except me. And you know I don't touch nothing but the best. That's why I don't touch the Midnight Rider, you scummy lion. Juicy, freaky dog Sooner or later, Dusty Rhodes The mask is coming off And you are gonna be gone Because you are the biggest scam in wrestling today Midnight Rider And what's his horse's name? Dos Diablos we are gonna dose your Diablo If you get close to us Because I got something in my pocket That needs to be laid upside your head we
0: will take care of the Crockett Cup. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the ring.
3: Well, uh, real quick, before I go to what you got on that, Doc, uh, there's two more things that happen in this episode. Ricky Santana defeats the Gladiator, and then Ricky Santana cuts a promo. Man, nothing much to it. but Ricky Santana oh,
5: also hits the w- – no, no, hold oh. on. You're going to want to see the end of this match. He hits the worst fro- uh, frog splash in the history of splashes.
3: Okay, well, it's playing. So, what do you have from Gary Hart and Al Perez? Some, his wife's knocking on the door. That's what that was. She's coming in to tell him tell him about the promo she cut on the kid. Uh, did you have, while he's dealing with that? Did you have anything from Al Perez?
4: I like Al, oh, about oh, oh, fucking Al Perez. Nothing. I mean, I, well,
3: I, Gary Hart and Al Perez.
4: Yeah, I like Gary Hart, man.
5: you see real? As think, you think Conrad has? You think Conrad has to deal with this bullshit? What bullshit? Interruptions.
4: What'd she tell you?
5: Nothing. It was the kid. Yeah. You can well, always tell. Hot, it's
4: I, I, it's, it's I, I, almost I,
5: midnight. It's almost. It's almost midnight when we're recording this. Don't you think a three-year-old should be in bed by now? Nah. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
5: that's good yeah this is a bad frog splash let me tell you this I popped when he was talking about Dusty Rhodes or Dusty Diablos being a dirty juicy dog and then he said he had something in his pocket for him get out of here I don't want any part of that and I wonder if Gary Hart ever thinks about just slapping Al Perez and saying shut up while I'm talking
4: They shut up boy he keep- don't touch anything but class though He's like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to I'm going to drop you off at fucking Falcon's Crest where I found your fucking ass.
5: Mm, Lorenzo Llamas, I'll put you on the other side of that wall we're building and you'll be gone.
3: <laughs> Did that come on after Dynasty?
5: I don't know. Yeah. No, I think it came on after Dallas. Okay. On God, Friday nights mom, at like nine o'clock.
3: My mom I needs think. to
4: watch. I think,
5: it, I think. I think I think it was Dukes of Hazard. Yes. And Dallas. The, the
4: Dallas came then on. Then Falcon Crest. Yeah. Mm hmm.
5: That was And it. Let me tell you something. I lived in Dallas when that. I mean, I'm from Dallas. Me and Lance were partying in Dallas back in the 80s. That was stopped down TV. So I had to have the Dukes of Hazard because I was seven or eight, nine. That was And wasn't then much. it was. Everybody watched Dallas and Dallas. Everybody. There's two things everybody was watching. The Cowboy game and Dallas. Everyone.
4: I used to watch no. Dukes of Hazzard. When Dallas came on, when they had the little, the you know, the the intro playing, and, and they would show uh, a Cowboy stadium. And I was like, okay, I can change hey, the, channel. the
2: channel.
4: I could change the
5: channel now. That's when the, it was like, all right, go get some toys and play. We're going to watch this shit. Here, watch this. Watch this.
7: Whoa!
3: What Jesus the fuck? Christ.
7: What the fuck? All right, so let's go back.
3: Ricky Santana goes up for, for a splash off the top rope, and it looked like he
5: jumped off like a building.
3: He, he looked like he was falling rather than jumping. Here it comes.
2: <laughs> Shit.
5: I think we may have just found out why he didn't get a bigger push.
2: Oh, God. He <laughs> oh,
5: right. looks pissed. Don't be mad at the. Don't oh, be, mad. be mad. Be mad at yourself, not... motherfucker.
3: Slow motion. Look at him.
5: Slipped. It's good. It's good. It's good. It Whoa.
4: <laughs>
5: What was the you know $60 what it... million dollar man when they jump and he goes. <laughs> 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 you know what it,
3: <laughs> you know it looked like? It looked like he was... Like, when you're watching his slow motion, it looks like he's trying to frog splash, and he gets caught when he brings his elbows down, and he's like, oh, fuck, my form's bad. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm fucked. And and he just, like, flops to the ground.
5: It looked like to me that he got up there and realized he was scared of heights and wanted to get back down to the ground.
3: Man. Yeah, that was probably one of the worst splashes off the top rope I've ever seen. But anyway... um. He cuts a promo here. I, yeah. I don't even have notes from it. It's just more Crockett Cup talk, and that's all I got. Yeah. Um, anyway, man, just crazy. But uh, all right, Doc, we're pretty much at the end of it. That this is how they go off air. What do you uh? What do yeah. you have? How are we going? They to They really uh, don't know how
5: to go off the air hot here,
3: do they? No, nope. they don't.
4: They didn't do it last week either.
3: <laughs> they don't know how to go off the air hot. You nailed it.
4: It's almost like the other thing, the nut, then they go back to like playing with a tits. It's like it, 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 it's over. What fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, that's real classy. You know, Hold on. on go home. I
3: need, him, I need him to repeat what he said because he kind of broke up a little. Say that again, Hopper.
4: It's like it's like you're both nutted, and then he starts playing with a tits again. It's like, no, it's over. Stop. Go home.
2: Oh. <sighs> What the fuck is wrong with us?
4: I'm just saying. That's what it's it's like it, we already nutted. It's over, dog. Oh, what
7: the
3: fuck
4: shit. you doing?
3: Yeah, I hear you, bro. I hear you. I gotta look at them on but Go ahead, Doc. Keep yeah.
5: Going. No The other thing is is that and I the the Crockett Cup to me is an is an artifact of That shit worked great in the territory when you read about it, but it doesn't really excite me. Like the lead up is
4: better than the actual event. It would be nice in the promos if it was all real tag teams if they didn't just throw throw people together just for the fuck of it. Well, and the other problem is is that the cool part about it a couple of years ago
5: is you were bringing in tag teams from other places. Mm -hmm. Now it's just the same everybody you already know pretty much you lost the territories to bring people in and like get new shit going yeah
3: yeah i mean it
5: it's one of those things that's better i had somebody explain this to me once about ted nugent they said ted nugent music is much better in theory than it is in practice Meaning you hear songs about he's got a song called Wing Dang Sweet Poom Tang and you're like, that sounds awesome, and then you listen to it and you're like, Okay, that was good for like thirty five seconds and then what? Yeah. I think the Crockett Cup is better in theory than it is in practice. It's a good idea. But what do you so do with
3: it? They had they had some teams, but like in the 80, 80, eighty the eighty-six one was good. I mean, obviously, I've, I'm gonna, you know, go for that one because I was there. But like in eighty-eight, I can just tell y'all some of the names that were on it were the Lightning Express, um, the sheep. There's herders. nothing wrong with that. The sheep herders were on it. Um, Koloff and Murdoch were a team. Um, Tiger Conway Jr. and Shaska Watley. Um, Al Perez and Zabisco the Fantastic so they had some teams Varsity Club they were a team Tully and Arn were a team Road Warriors are in it Powers of Pain so I mean they had some teams in it they had good
5: teams but there's not anybody from anywhere else that's a severe that's a legitimate challenge
3: no I agree and I mean even like the first one like the Fabs were on the first one you know and they weren't in UWF or Crockett at the time right um, as an example, so I don't know, man. It's again I, the thing about it is it's too much. I mean, it, they did it over two nights, but it's still like I don't know. It was to me it was just too much. I, I, my my lasting memory from from going in '86 was the Road Warriors went in, in the finals. I will say that Uh the Sheep Herders and the Fantastics because they just it was a bloodbath. And it was just balls to the wall craziness. And then Dusty and Rick. I, I, I only remember really those three matches vividly. Other than that, it was like, it was a lot of matches. It was just, and I don't know, man. It's it's one of them things. It's kind. Of, I kind of feel like both of y'all. It, it, on paper, it looks good when you read about it, but if you gotta sit there through it, it's like this is a lot to sit through. Yeah. Uh, you know. And by '88, it was like, all right, it was good to do. And yeah. I will say this: like Ring of Honor and NWA did it this year; they brought it back, but they didn't have no, they different. didn't have all these teams. It was totally different. It wasn't 50 million teams in the tournament. It was a one night tournament, and it wasn't you know. I mean, the, the amount of teams that the Crockett Cup had was just uh, un, it was ridiculous, man. How many teams they would have? So, anyway, uh, all right, Doc, let's go to you first. What are you going to rate this episode?
5: No Rick. Long, long episode. Jeez, God almighty. Um, but decent, good promos, long matches. I can fast forward to those.
4: Uh, I'm gonna say B plus. A B right. plus? Yeah. What
3: what you gonna give it, Harper?
4: Like a C plus.
5: What'd you give last week's in your mind?
4: Mm, uh a B. Or a B plus. Wow. I mean, I mean this week it was, was
5: way better than last week. It was an hour long. That that trumps <laughs> oh, yeah. everything. Gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, think how busy you are right now. Think how busy you are right now. And think what you could have done with that hour that you wasted watching yeah, the no. <laughs> You could have spent um, that with your new girl and yeah. impressed her with your a, spam skills
3: and your olive loaf um i'm gonna bring his broad and olive loaf for her birthday and christmas there you go i'm gonna give it a b plus two. too and i'm just gonna give my rolex away right now it's going to arn yeah what i really know?
5: wanted to give it to, to to sullivan and i thought about gary hart but the truth of the matter is when somebody shows you who they are you believe them and arn showed us who he was and i'm believing
3: sure did sure did
5: yeah um
0: Hey, yeah here's the
5: thing so he was great in the ring but he really won that with a one minute promo there's a lesson there too
3: less is more
5: if you do it right you don't you yep. don't have to be you don't have to not every song needs to be stairway to heaven here 10 minutes long let's get in and get out
3: less is more Speaking Obviously.
5: of less is more, hit the tagline, Harper. Oh wait, you probably listen. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what,
3: what? One <laughs> second. Jesus Christ. Let me tell the people to remind them to use the Amazon referral link at Well, tinyurl.com. hold on a second.
5: Ar- Harper, who gets the you can say Arn gets the, the Rolex yeah. too?
4: Yeah, it's Arn Anderson.
5: Okay. Yeah. Now now. Use the fucking Amazon link, people.
3: <laughs> Use the Amazon referral link. TinyURL.com slash meets the Amazon. Stop quit moving your phone. I'm hearing a lot what of rustling. What the fuck is these. that? Jesus Christ, it's ridiculous. Uh,
5: tinyurl.com. Remember how I, remember how I told you a while back that I have to do do this shit on the fucking floor? Cause I have to get closer to the place where the router is. So I'm not even sitting in a chair doing this. I'm a fucking Forty-five year old man laying in the fucking floor, cutting this fucking shit, drinking Gatorade and rum for you people. That's
3: nice. And tomorrow night we got to do it. a couple of shows too. He's gonna be sitting on the floor again.
5: My back is killing me right now, but you know what? I do it because I love the sport, the finest sport in the world. And all of our army and docaholic members, we're gonna do this again tomorrow night. I can't go buy some beer
3: tinyurl.com slash btt amazon great way to support this show go buy bobby blaze's book pin me pay me you can get anything and everything off of amazon so please use that link again at tinyurl.com slash btt amazon also don't forget to become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreon there's another way to there's another great way to support this show and get tons of extra content that we've been cutting Again, that's tinyurl.com slash Patreon, B-T-T. Shout out to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Also, shout out to Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morad and Michael Quinn. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Give those shows a listen. They support us, so please support them. And I think that's all I got this week. Hopper, you got anything or uh, we need to plug any Wildcat stuff or no at this point?
4: No. Uh-uh. All
3: right, Hopper. We'll hit the tagline and uh, get us out of here,
4: man. Fuck it, bitch. Ooh!
3: Before we get out of here, I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, Before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. Check out the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Monday mornings, the show is dropped. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine, so please support them because they support us. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, run by buddies of mine, Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, definitely more professional than we are. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. We appreciate it. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting. But uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work. And I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free, and then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys, and we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, It's definitely a great thing that you do for us and, and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Suezo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunife, and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, aka Willie Chase, Steve Mabasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott at GA Russell Note on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, aka at Half Pines Point. Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassy Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Sousa, Big Rich, At Spy, Boy Sports Cap, RE Miller, 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin Andretti, Colman 822, Marty Howell, t 94, God Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer and I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage, and thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much, and like Harper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch.